It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. The most electrical thing I do is change light bulbs. Trust me, you don't want me toying around with your electricity. Why? Because I don't know enough about electrical components to get involved. When it comes to electrical issues, that's a good reason for anyone to stay away. But what about something like prayer? There's a lot about prayer I don't understand. I'm assuming that is true for you as well. Yes, prayer is talking to God, but isn't it more than that too? I have responses to some of the other more common questions people have about praying. Questions like, doesn't God already know our heart? And what difference does prayer even make? And even with my responses, I'm convinced much of what prayer is, how it works, and what makes it meaningful is a mystery. Chances are, at some point, you may ask me a question about the dynamics of prayer I will have no response for. In short, there's a lot I don't know about prayer. But that doesn't mean I don't give it all I have when I pray. Prayer is not electricity. With all I don't know about it, I cannot imagine not engaging in prayer. As I've grown as a Christian, I've learned different ways to pray and various attitudes of prayer. And today I have a firm grasp on Paul's take on praying without ceasing. And it's a blessing to me. So what do you need to learn about prayer? Think what are your experiences with this discipline right now? What you need to learn next is usually based on what you've already learned. My encouragement for you today is to read Daniel 9. It's a great passage that reflects important elements of prayer. In that chapter, Daniel acknowledges the majesty and faithfulness of God. How do you do that in your praying? Daniel also confesses sin. I greatly appreciate this part of the passage because I'm convinced we don't do that fully. We may ask God to forgive our sin, but what sin? How specific are you in your confessions to God? Not only that, Daniel includes himself in the sin of the people. In other words, Daniel isn't pointing the finger at others. He's accepting his responsibility as well. That's a double-sided prayer. He counts himself as one in need of forgiveness, but he also understands the communal aspects of faithfulness and sin. In what ways do you include the community of God in your prayers? Notice also that Daniel's prayer is rooted in trust of God. The only reason Daniel prays is because he knows God to be faithful. The prophet even prays God to action. O Lord, in view of all your righteous acts, let your anger and wrath, we pray, turn away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain. How confident are you whenever you pray? There are two things you can count on me for. I don't know much about electricity, but I'll change any light bulb for you. And I don't know all about what makes prayer what it is, but I'll always be willing to pray with you. And I hope you're willing to grow in prayer too. Stay blessed.